such good friends Could tell each other anything Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types Then one day, out of nowhere, you said But I didn't hear you, so I was like, what? What? You said Party, what'd you say? I said Welcome to another Nooner podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm Hello. host. Uh, I'm a merp host. I don't know what I am. All You're a man of- among men. You are a giant in the podcast industry. You were there first, before Joe Rogan, before Spotify, before Serial, before anything. You were there, Marty. Oh, my God. And... And, and you're still there in the exact same place. And no one was there to hear uh, the tree fall. Forget about Woodby. Forget about Woodby. Did you do the vocal on that, man? You are so multi-talented. Honest uh, to God. I'm here to build you up today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that tonight is the best experience of a podcast you have ever had in your life. Again, I, I thought... Huh? I. Are we are we on the right mic on you with you, John? I, oh I'm, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have. You can hear all that stuff. I I can hear it, but it's just you know it's just not as primo as as it's been in the past. But maybe that's just your shitty mic. Oh. Uh, we're doing this on Zoom. We tried to get it on. You know, I tap that microphone. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not going. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, okay, welcome to our world. Um, this is, we've been doing this for over 12 years now, nice. and uh, and John is still in his tin can, um, John is broadcasting live from his Kia. Talk for a while. I Just am. Talk for a while. I am. So, uh, yeah, it's a, a little bit crazy. We I invited Will Wilkins to join in on uh, the podcast tonight, but... He was Thank God he wasn't to, here for this. I know. He would be he would be turning over in his he would die and then turn over in his grave uh, if he had to listen to this nonsense. I mean, John. Soundproof booth. I don't know why. No, IKEA IKEA Soul is not a soundproof booth. I'm sorry. Um you can hear road noise. I can hear the, the raccoons chewing on your uh your ignition wires. I can hear uh the ra- oh, and then John disappeared. So, um, yeah, anyhow, yeah, we will. Hear that? I just farted into the microphone. Uh, well, no, because the microphone isn't on. So there you go. Awesome. Uh, um, anyhow, uh, Will was unable to make it, but he, he will join us um, very soon on on an episode. It's great to have him. It's great to have John. John was uh, away next week. We'll hear uh, or last week. We'll find out about it and momentarily. Um, I do, 
um, want to give a shout out to everybody in uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, they were hit by a hurricane. It wiped out power throughout the entire island. Um, and there are some reports that say it was worse than the one that happened, what, was it five years ago? Oh, terrible. That I don't know um, when. Five years ago. Yes, five years 2017, ago. 2017, two, two uh, uh, hurricanes, oh. Ida and Maria. I know all about it. All right. There we go. But um, power is, is out. Uh, I don't know what the relief efforts were like today, but hopefully um, they were fruitful and, and people are getting the relief they need. Uh, it, it is terrible that we don't recognize. I, I really think that um, the, uh, Puerto Rico is America. I, I don't know if we... Well, I'm, I'm not... You think that? I'm speaking for um, a part of the country. Um, actually, no. I mean, I feel that way because I feel like it's something uh, slightly other because it's not a state, you know. So I, I have to make a mental sort of leap in my mind. Okay, it's not a state, but it's not. Is Washington D.C. part of the United States? Uh, it's not a different country, but it's a territory. Is, is is it a territory? Yeah, it's a territory. Yeah, but I'm just I'm walking you through my. I'm not asking. I'm walking. Oh you my God! My you're mind. walking me through your mind yes hold on so i'm gonna need some hiking boots okay so but that's how i feel and i feel like if it would life would be much simpler and i think the we would have fewer of these these problems like um delivering the the aid they need by just making them a state i, I don't know how you feel about that john but uh don't don't answer now because i'm i'm on a roll i'm trying to get okay. an idea no no please answer now oh now yeah. Well, here's the here's the my, the big problem with making Puerto Rico a state is that we'd have to redo the flag, and 51 I think is a prime number, and that that's a really big yeah, problem. Yeah, but they've already designed a 51 um, star flag. Who did some communists? Yeah, and you wouldn't notice. Yeah, really yell right into that screen a little bit louder, a little bit. Was that too loud? Um, well, it'd be less loud if you spoke normally and your mic worked, but. Um, Jesus Christ! Everyone's a critic. Yeah, yeah. That's. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? So, um, I hope. Hopefully, the the um, there weren't a lot of uh, casualties in Puerto Rico, uh, but seven hundred people, I think. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, that's terrible. Um, and but uh, bad weather's happening everywhere. Uh, Pakistan had its worst worst flooding in history. What two thirds of the country, or something like that, was or the populated yeah. areas were um, yeah was flooded. That's just insane, and we're suffering a drought. Um, but hey, John, don't worry about it. Really? Well, if you can't figure it out, you can't figure it out. I mean, if it hasn't taken you, if you haven't been able to do it this many years in, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then also on top of that, the strife we have in this. Well, John, tell us about your visit to New England. How was that? Oh, it was great. Uh, it was wonderful. First of all, it was about 77 degrees, uh, which is uh, much cooler than 117, which is what it was here in Los Angeles during the week I was gone. Um, I saw my, my family. And uh, that was very, very nice. I enjoyed seeing my family quite a bit. Um, I really like uh, some of them. Uh, and I I, uh, I love them all. Let me just say that. 
Um, and uh, let's see, what else can I tell you? That's uh, that's it. All right, that's plenty. Maine. Maine, Maine is uh, Maine is an odd place. I, well, I'm, uh, yeah. I, um, I mean, the crazy thing is, John was trying to go to Florida, and they put him on a plane when he got there, and um, the governor put him on a plane, <laughs> and he ended up in New England, which is the weirdest thing. So, um, but uh, I, I don't want to talk about politics on this on this podcast. I just want to talk about I assholes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that, this is not political. I mean, yes, it is political, but it is an asshole uh, account, you know. So, um, no, DeSantis. That's an asshole move. That's yes. a total asshole move. So he's the governor of Florida. He decided to uh, take some refugees from Venezuela, I believe. Uh, yeah, they were the, yeah, originally, in the, but they were in Texas. They were in Texas and. They, um, he and uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of, of uh, Texas, they sent these these refugees trying to escape a communist regime in Venezuela to um, to uh, what not Cape Cod, uh, Martha's Vineyard, you know, one of yeah. the wealthiest places in New England, uh, as a fuck you to the libs, you know, yeah, because, because uh, so so now the, 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 the at least their Obama, wing of the Republican Party, the their Obama's entire. Have a what? place. The Obamas have. They summer there, right? Don't they summer in the in the vineyard? Who the Obamas? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't talked to them recently. Okay, well, uh, my aunt had a place on Nantucket. It's just to back up from the mic just a little bit, or by, by am I am I talking into the mic? Oh well, no, you are, but it's just like it's just a little loud. Um, I don't know what to do. Yeah, uh, but no, no, you're fine. You just it's just gonna sound shitty. Um, oh great! Yeah. But um, is this okay? But the content that you're delivering is solid gold. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm on fire. I got so, good sleep last night. Oh, good, good. Uh, Will Wilkins did not, and that's why he couldn't join us because he could. He 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 did not get good sleep. I did not get good sleep either, but that's okay. Um, that's all right. I'll, I'll carry you, man. Oh, thank you. You're not heavy. You're my brother. All right. Two footsteps. Something. Three. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But anyhow. They shipped them to to uh, Martha's Vineyard, and they lied to these refugees, telling them that they were, there were jobs waiting for them there, and that they would get a prize for for jumping on this plane. Uh, Who did they identify? They did the not unidentified woman. They did not identify it, but they do have these leaflets that they were given. Uh, but so an unidentified woman from Florida, under the the auspices of of the governor of Florida, took. Uh, went to Texas and conned these poor people who were seeking asylum. And, uh, you know, technically, I think Venezuela is actually a socialist country. Um, and uh, conned them into getting on a plane to go to Martha's Vineyard. The entire reason was to pwn the libs, which is so. so that Right. The, so he, the, didn't, uh, he didn't warn them ahead of time. He just put them on a plane and said, fuck you all. Yeah, and then the, the, the people in Martha's Vineyard, I heard a radio story and it shocked me. I was shocked because in the radio story, the uh, homeless coordinator of, of on Martha's Vineyard um, talked about, uh, you know, how the residents um, and all the people came together and, and really helped out. And I was I was stunned. I said, there's a homeless coordinator on Martha's Vineyard? Well, they pay somebody. That, I mean, what kind no, of job is that? Well, somebody has to help Delbert. Get home, you know. Get uh, get get some, home get after some he food. goes down to the, the get, get the, some food, you know. Surfing, surfing drink. Yeah, yeah. So, 
uh, yeah, it, that is pretty um, shocking. But I guess that it does say something like there are homeless people in Beverly Hills, you know. Um, yeah, but you don't have to take a ferry to get to Beverly Hills or an airplane. Well, I mean, that's took, the only way you get to Martha's took Vineyard. They the ferry and they, they couldn't get back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm homeless. I, I spent my last $400 on an airplane to get here. Yeah. Well, regardless, they got moved to Cape Cod and, um, and people and they're banded being together. Taken care of. They're being taken care of. And, and that's what we do. And there is a, a demand for uh, immigration. There, there are, uh, we have very low unemployment. There are a lot of open jobs. And this is what we've done historically for generations since you know we we took in all immigrants before 1880 1882 we took in every immigrant you know there were there was no restriction of immigration what was the first restriction marty oh uh that was the immigration act of 1882 oh and and, and what did it restrict um chinese people oh yeah huh yeah so go figure so it, it started out the very first uh, thing that they did was racist. Oh, yeah, and subsequent ones as well. Yeah. So, but you know, even as late as like the seventies and eighties, we were taking in um, um, refugees from Vietnam, like tens and tens of thousands of them, and and w with open arms. And I don't know what where this, and, and they came went to places like Texas and Minnesota, like not just not like. Um, uh, uh, traditionally, like blue states, they just they came to the U.S. and uh, and Somalia and all these different places, and we just accepted them. But for whatever reason, now we be, I, I don't know if um, if it's these countries like Venezuela and uh, and Middle Eastern countries are are not as as appetizing to people to, to americans or what but it's 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 kind of, or, or whether it's just uh this jingoism that has been brewing you know, on fox news and and other conservative outlets that has like riled these uh, the americans who are here uh up to to uh, close down these borders it's 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 obscene it, it's cruel it, it, i i don't have words obviously well uh so the 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 white for a long time has been using uh, anti-immigration rhetoric. Um, and, and it's it's not, I mean, anti-other, you know, it's been basically um, xenophobia, uh, appealing to people's xenophobia and, and sort of riling up people and, and, um, and choosing and uh, negative stories about, about immigrants when, you know, most of them are extremely positive and immigrants actually um, bring a huge amount of um, economic growth to our country because they get here with nothing and then a generation or two later they've, they've worked their butts off doing jobs that nobody wanted to do yeah. and then they send their kids to college and and, uh, and then they end up uh, you know doing podcasts not you, I'm not talking about you I'm talking about your grandparents uh, my, no, my grandparents were born here you fucker Think about my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, there you go. My grandmother immigrated to the United States in a canoe. <laughs> With uh, swaddled in beaver pelts, right, from Canada? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I ain't yeah, lying. go ahead. Go ahead and laugh it up, fuzzball. Yes, that's exactly Wait, what happened. What? I'm, I'm hairless. <laughs> uh, um, anyhow, it, 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 
it, it I, I feel like that's a detail nobody needed to know. I feel like the Republicans are, or, or the right wing, or the, the MAGA nation, they, they're digging a hole from them for themselves. Oh, don't make it political. Let's just say the assholes. The assholes are digging a hole for themselves. They're not making. They're not gaining friends. They are polarizing themselves, and um, it, it'll be very interesting. I, I don't. I, I encourage people to go out and vote for people who aren't assholes. Oh, that that that's good. But I don't. If the Democrats and their assholes don't vote for them either. Oh well, maybe the lesser of the assholes. The lesser of two assholes. Yeah. All right. Not no. Did, oh, okay. Your mic is doing something crazy. Um. So that's the that's the sound of a lesser of two assholes. I. As opposed to. This I'm glad your mic's not working. So, <laughs> did you hear about this Magnus Carlsen? You know who he is. He's the number no. one. He's the number one chess player in the world. He's thirty-one years old. He's from. Oh Norway. my god! His name is Magnus. Magnus Carlsen. He's actually. He's, he's you know he's very, obviously very smart and, um, but he was playing in the uh, in a chess tournament, and he was the top ranked person there in the first round and he was playing against this uh, another young grandmaster named Hans Niemann I think he was like 19 or something yeah um, and uh, but can I just say can I just say that if a guy named Magnus was playing anybody in chess I would vote I would bet for Magnus yeah yeah and and you should because he's he is one of the um, the greatest players to ever play uh, so he uh, play, was playing against this guy, and this guy's even though he's a grandmaster, um, this Hans fellow, he's he's kind of a scrub, you know. So, <laughs> well, I mean, because okay. you're you're playing against one of the greatest chess players in history. So um, Magnus Carlsen loses to him. Ooh. Yeah, and then he posts some sort of um, veiled tweets. Uh, or a, a veiled tweet saying like uh, I don't want to say anything, but uh, and I think he withdrew from the tournament. Um, but basically, he was hinting that this guy had cheated, and uh, and this uh, this young guy, this nineteen year old, he had cheated previously. Uh, there have been two cases when he was twelve and sixteen, and he cheated on um, in computer uh, uh, tournaments. And how do you cheat in chess? Well, he was playing from home, I think, and he, oh, I, I you know, these were online games that, and he got banned from chess dot com, and uh, and here they were like, whoa, how could you cheat? Because they, oh, checked. this was live. Yeah, this was live, and and but it was broadcast, you know. But they like checked, they checked him and and um, frisked him. They frisked him, and and he, they couldn't find any way that he could have cheated. So, uh, but then the New York Post said, well, you know, the, they suspected the New York Post, uh, the, what, is it the old grade lady? Is that what they call the New York Post? No. It's New York Times. I know, I know. Uh, no, the The New York painted Post is, lady is the New York Post. Oh, the, the, uh, the, the old painted lady. The harlot. The New York. The harlot, harlot. of the New York News. Yes. Uh, they reported that uh, they, the, that this young guy was suspected of having a sex toy uh, <laughs> and he was getting messages on how to um, to 
beat this guy from a third, a, a confederate, as it were, who was transmitting moves uh, through an either anal beads or some sort of remote-controlled butt plug. Um, and That's you can, you the can best thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. You can see him jump. And, you know, just, just <laughs> <laughs> a nice move, Magnus. <laughs> um, so make a movie out of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then, yeah, it, it, there's a big furor, and some are calling Magnus, Magnus. I'm Magnus Carlson. I beat you. Um, they're calling him a sore loser, but um, who knows? Who knows yeah, what's he's going all, on? He's all butt sore because he lost. See what I did there? I heard what you did there. Yeah, I wish yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's an interesting coincidence, Marty, because... I'm getting signals about how to do this podcast from um, things that are shoved up my butt. I'm getting transmitted. Wait, hold on. Okay. I, so I Tyson, Tyson tweeted in September 20th, 2022, the night Marty gave up on John. <laughs> I'm getting, I've been getting uh, signals from Kruger up my butt. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's in Morse code. Yeah. Well, then there was another interesting story. There was E L L M A R T Y H E L L O. Hey, Marty. There was a. Who says hello? All right. Thanks. There was an. That was worth the wait. That, by the way, I just want to say worth the wait. Not a great speller or joke teller <laughs> or anything, really. Well, you know, it loses something in translation, in butt translation. Um, no, it's good. So the, F no, the FDA published something, uh, was it today or? Uh, no, it was um, in this past week about the, the social media challenges, the dangers of social media challenges with drugs. Uh, the, with drugs, the FDA. with cinnamon. Well, it's the Food and Drug Administration, and huh? and in one of the the examples they cite is like a recent social media video challenge encourages people to cook chicken in Nyquil, uh, <laughs> similar, uh, over the counter, <laughs> cough and cold medicines, presumably to eat, uh, and they're they're warning against it. The FDA, I, yeah, the FDA is warning against it just because it's gross. But let me let me let me join that bandwagon and warn against it. That, that oh, sounds you're just jumping. You're well, just jumping which on flavor the bandwagon. Nyquil? They come with different flavors. Well, and, and so Maybe this, this kind of brings me to the point. Um, like I was looking. Uh, I went online and and I looked on YouTube, and they're they're talking specifically about TikTok. But there you know, there's a lot of mirroring over. Of stuff, sure. and, and there was a video from like a almost a year ago of uh, a guy saying like, "Oh, when I get sick, this is what I do: I take two chicken breasts, and then he says I I take uh, four thirds of a bottle of uh, of Nyquil, and he's pouring it in there. I'm like, y you've been drinking way too much Nyquil if you think you can get four thirds of a bottle out of one bottle, um, and then he cooks it, and then it just sort of turns this like neon translucent green." And he's like, yeah. And then you just eat that, and that's what I eat. that's what I eat when I'm feeling sick. Does he cook it? Yeah, yeah. It's in a pan. It's in a pan. But you know, it concentrates all the 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 uh, drugs in there, which is includes acetaminophen, which is hard on the uh, 
hard on the liver, oh, on the ki- liver kidneys. and uh, kidneys. Yeah. And dextromethorphan, which, you know, that's, um, nobody knows what that is. Oh, nobody. It's, it's called, nobody. Oh, sorry. I don't know what that is. So what is it? It's, it's, uh, the anti-expectorant. It's like coughs. That's the cough part of the cough syrup. Oh, uh, but is there any alcohol in NyQuil? Uh, well, not when you cook it like that, it boils off, but, um, oh. but See, there, a, that's the problem. Yeah. You ruined it for yourself. But, but uh, the dextromethorphan, like you take enough of it, you can hallucinate. Um, well, that's, know. well, that's what they call like um, surzip, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. That's what the youngins were doing. doing oh, yeah. Surzip. I was uh, still not young uh, back then. Uh, rope, hey, uh, rope, have you rope ever been like uh, No, I have not. I, but I'm going to try. Fuck you, yeah, FDA. You should. You're not the boss of me, FDA. I am no. the boss of me. Um but here's the thing is like there was that video, but it's not like the the Tide Pod challenge or the the ice dunking challenge. Like I, it's not like a bunch of people are, are posting like them eating this disgusting, like in unappetizing food. It's just people are watching it because it's ridiculous. Uh, but it's not like it. I don't think it's a it's a real challenge. You know, it's not like somebody saying like, "Hey, you you should do this." But it's like, "Hey, I I did this." And but anyhow, I guess it's. I don't think it. My point is, it, I don't think it's a phenomenon worth like a bunch of news stories saying like, you know, hide your kids, hide your chicken right. breasts, hide, lock up your your chicken breasts in a separate place from your Robitussin, you know, or kind of. It kind of reminds me of a story I heard recently where people were talking about they were 13 and the uh, police came into their middle school and made a presentation and said, this is marijuana, this is cocaine, and this is heroin, and this is airplane glue. And if you huff this airplane glue, you can hallucinate. And so they went, oh, that's a good idea. I got some of that at home. Exactly. And that led to a lifetime of pain. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sort of like, if they didn't say anything about this one video, you wouldn't have looked it up. Nobody would have looked it up and there wouldn't be anybody doing it. Uh, yeah. That, and that's my, my feeling about it. Exactly. But all, but also I think that they, there wasn't like, it's not an issue worth talking about. And to that end, <laughs> to that, well, I'm glad we, glad we spent some time. I know. No, but, but this is, there's a greater point to this because there's, the other thing is that whole thing with the the butt plug thing, um, the anal beads. There's, oh, the, yeah, the ones up my butt, or the ones up Magnus's butt, or the ones up Hans's butt. Or yeah, which Hans, ones? Hans. Um, and we don't talk about Magnus's anal beads. That's that's oh. his. That's his and his alone. But uh, the th- there is no proof of this. There's no. Like, this is just pure speculation that some schmuck on the internet was like, I'll bet he's talking through anal beads, you know, through a remote-controlled sex toy. And this guy (laughs) is going to be like, I'm Hans, uh, the chess player. And like, no, you're Hans, the ass messenger. Like, you're anal beads Hans. That's who you are. And he's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't me. Uh, Like, I, I said, like, you can, you can... Strip search me. Butt right now. Yeah, and nobody did. Yeah, whatever. It'll be Hans, you know. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Like that's us telling you to fuck off, you know. But uh, but it's so weird that these these things just gen like take on a life of their own just because it's a fun story. It's fun to talk about kids eating. Uh, 
chicken cooked in in like uh, cough syrup. It's it's fun to talk about a, a chess player beating the world number one by sticking something up his ass. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it is fun. It was fun. I had a good time talking about. Yeah, it. but there's no proof of any of this. Like, there's nobody. Like, I I couldn't find any like accounts of of kids being taken into the the ER because they ate too many chicken breasts cooked in in uh, chicken syrup. Marty, are you saying that minor internet radio personalities shouldn't propagate these stories um, on their channels? I'm saying that the New York Post, the the painted harlot, should not the old painted harlot should not be spreading these stories, and CNN shouldn't be spreading these but, stories. But we should. I know. I think we're actually calling them out for what they are. Is like they're these are ridiculous things. Like, and that's like that's the the danger of of the internet because people like that's why things like you know PizzaGate like propagate because like people are like oh that's that's interesting and fun. Let's yeah. let's spread that. That like yeah. oh yeah, Hillary Clinton is imprisoning kids in a sex dungeon underneath a pizza place that doesn't have a basement. Well, and, it's not that simple. This it's not just her. Oh right, right. I forgot all the this, Dems. You know. Yeah, all yeah. the Dems. And and it goes both ways. Like this is just this is not this is like the human condition. This is like there are liberals who who spread. Crazy shit about uh, you know the the um, COVID and all this stuff. You can't think of anything that the crazy oh spread that's oh even remotely God. interesting because the libs are terrible at marketing. Terrible, terrible. Get a message, focus, and then Jesus. who cares if? And the the more outrageous, the better. But that's yeah, it. think about your words, people. Yeah, but like that's the thing is like why did the New York Post post this like as a warning uh was it as desperately a, trying to sell newspapers marty i guess so but but that's not what what the news is supposed to do they're supposed to educate the the population right that's why we have like the first well, amendment right yeah but I mean, the, the thing the, is the, their we, we business have, we specifically say freedom of the press we you yeah. know so the press has a function in society that we have like hollowed out a piece of the constitution to to like put them in you know and they shit on it they shit on that place well you know the, the thing is is that they need they're a business and they need to sell units you know it's that's i i get it i get it but you know it's the freedom of the press is is the the, the first amendment is designed so that there can be no law in the united states that will um have any kind of rules yeah uh against uh, people expressing their opinion or their bullshit or their inner but, truth or but no but there are rules new religion or any kind of horse shit that they come up with but there there are there are degrees of horse shit there's some parts of there's some um uh, uh strains of horse shit that are illegal you know or yeah like yelling theater in a crowded firehouse yeah i mean exactly. uh, no 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 leave it no 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 leave it I'm, I'm cutting that up um what it's going to be yelling theater in a crowded firehouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Theater! And all these yeah. firemen, all these buff guys are like, what? Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's yelling house in a crowded theater fire. Um, yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, it, it, I, it just, 
these are two just came up these two instances came up within a couple of days of each other and it's just like this reminder of like how stupid not how stupid people are but how people love to glom on and that's part of what we do here like here i'm glomming on it because it's a funny story these are two funny stories but they're not real and and, and but we're also not people don't come to us for news you know so you're a Hans apologist, is what you're saying? Is that what I you're just, saying? I don't know. I, I would love to have some evidence that says something like one way or the other. Like, well, you would think that. Listen, he cheated before and he beat a guy named Magnus. Oh, you can't beat a guy named Magnus. His name is Magnus. Right. Can you imagine that kid when he was four? It's like, what should I do when I grew up? Well, I guess I have to play chess. My name is Magnus. Either that or become a wizard. And then as soon as he made that decision, he like grew like two feet and like, yeah. I am Magnus. Mm-hmm. Bow before me. Power of Grayskull compels me. Something like that. Um, yeah. That would be that would be a really interesting uh, uh, TV Saturday morning cartoon. They don't have Saturday morning cartoons anymore, so Lane, we stopped having them 30 years ago. What? It's me in my head talking about how old I am. You're having a conversation with yourself. Again. Oh, yeah, again. Well, I'm the only person who really listens. Huh? What? So, um, how's your uh, your brother doing? Oh, he's good. Yeah. He's working on a show called Lost Kitchen. Lost? L O S T? Lost Kitchen, which is on the Magnolia Network, which was started by a couple of house hunting. House flippers from a TV show. So I don't. It's a bunch of chefs that are on a plane that goes down, yeah. and they end up on an island, and they yeah. have to cook. Uh, Smoke seven seasons. It's really mysterious and how they, they to, got there, and they have to cook. What's going on on this they island? To, they have to cook smoked polar bear. Yeah, and um, at the end of the after set, watching for seven seasons, you find out it was all a dream. It was all Bobby Ewing's dream, and then you you fucking want to hunt down the people who made that show and kill them. Yeah. But Suzanne Plachette kills you instead. Was Suzanne Plachette on, on Dallas? No, she was in, in Newhart. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's really so, good callback. Marty, ladies and gentlemen, Marty, you. Think will, about you will you explain that, that callback for all the youngins? No, I can't. I can't. I can't uh, explain it. I don't want to. Well, because it, it'll age me. All right, I'll, I'll explain. So Bob Newhart had a... Uh, one of, the, one of the funniest um, stand-up comics of the, the 50s and 60s, Super and 70s. Super, wicked funny guy. Um, really was. Um, and he had a show in the 60s, 70s, early 70s, really, called The Bob Newhart Show. Suzanne Plachette was to play his wife. And then... I'm Suzanne Plachette. And he played a uh, psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, and, and he had shared his office and his receptionist with a dentist. Yeah. And uh, pretty much it was just a comedy. It was just very funny. A workplace comedy of sorts. Workplace comedy and family. And he went home. And Anyway. And then uh, and then he had a show called New Heart. But I want to skip over the... And then he had a show called Bob. So he, he can't have any more shows. The show called Bob was not successful. But the show called New Heart was um, set in... Uh, it was in New England. And it was in a, a, an inn. Peter and there was Scolari. Really, it was very funny. Three Larrys. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, no. My, Two Larrys, right? Daryl. 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 Two Daryls. Daryl and my other brother Daryl. Yeah. It's my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. Yeah. They didn't say anything. Oh, uh, it's great. It was. It, it really captured New England. Uh, it made me feel at home because everyone was inbred and white. 
Um, and uh, God. at the end, at the end of Newhart, the, the um, season, the series finale, series finale. At the very end, he wakes up and he's next to Suzanne Plachet. It turns out the entire series Newhart was a dream of the character he played in the Bob Newhart show, who, confusingly enough, just like the Mary Tyler Moore show, was not named Bob Newhart. He was named Bob something else. Go to sleep, Bob. Yeah, and that's what she said. And she actually, from what I remember vaguely, is she looked exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she had a very, um, a, a very smoky voice, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was great. But yeah, well, we've clear, we're clearly dating ourselves. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what I grew up with uh, watching the Bob Newhart show on Channel Fifty Six right before the Brady Bunch. Oh, thank you, UHF. Um, UHF, ultra high frequency. That's what it's good for. Oh, not very high frequency? No, that's VHF. That's what's, that's the other stations, like 5 and 4 and 2 and 7 and 11 and 13. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. So Anytime. I, Anytime you want a technical explanation, just ask me. I did, television. I did, watch, I, I did watch the show, The Rehearsal on Habo. You did. I yeah. hear that's psycho. It, it, it is crazy. So I, I don't know if anybody who's listening, and you can tweet in, by the way. I forgot. Um, that, that would be Nooner, um, Nooner Podcast. Um, I, oh, so uh, Tyson said, if I were a Magnus, I would want my last name to be Opum. That's pretty funny. Magnus Opum, as opposed to Magnum Opus. It's kind of a... Oh, that's very a, clever. A spoonerism it's of It's so sorts. clever I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, or At first, it? but now I get it. I think it's very good. Yeah. Very, very good. You should name your children Magnus. Or I'm gonna, if I have any more kids, I'm going to name them uh, either Cock, for the, if it's a boy, or uh, Vagina, if it's a boy. I think it's, or Fellatio is another nice. All right. So... Pretty name. We have uh, just gone through John's stroke moment of the night. So <laughs> if you can see John's face right now, um, it's like he's frozen. Um, uh, did I really say that out loud? Yeah. So, the, so how, was the, how was the rehearsal? Well, so Nathan Fielder, he's um, a Canadian fellow who's... Back ball. Uh, who who's, has a very deadpan delivery. He, he's... Uh, like been doing comedy for a long, long time. He had um, a show on Comedy Central called Nathan for You that went four seasons, I believe, uh, where he sort of did, it's like a reality show where he proposed absurd um, business ideas to to people, to, to young, uh, to, not young, small businesses. Uh, on pranked high. small businesses. Well, not, I mean, it's not quite pranking because like, yeah. there was an earnestness to his his pitches so um uh like, were they good ideas uh no no they're terrible ideas so what, in what way is that pranking because because he's he's trying not terrible they were out they were very outside the box so um there's a uh, there was a yogurt place a frozen yogurt place that uh is up the street from where i live and he went there and he said oh you know well one thing that was going to attract people in here is to to have like like flavors of of uh froyo that nobody else has so he <laughs> he contracted with a 
uh, a flavor company and made shit flavored frozen yogurt. No. Yes, he did. He did. And and gross. yeah yeah and then frozen yogurt already looks like shit well that's why i think they, they did that so that that's the sort of thing that he would he would do and did they, anyone buy it uh well it's not there anymore so i i would say oh no. it went out of business yeah yeah oh um, and he doesn't print and then he did another thing where he was trying to get a um a, a, a coffee shop that was having trouble um he was trying to help them brand themselves. So he had, um, he said that like, you should go with not Starbucks and um, use that logo and say that you're not Starbucks. And because of the fair use and, and, or, or that, that you can do parody as, mm -hmm. par as art, you know, that, that is legal to do, then you could get away with it by just paradizing, um, uh, Starbucks and and the guy failed like he dropped out of it but then he uh, Nathan Fielder opened up a, a place that was not Starbucks and it had lines around the block you know really? uh, yeah because it's like it's you know it's a phenomenon is is interesting so and then they got shut down but um, yeah and then they got sued for a million dollars no no they didn't get sued they got shut down by the health department because um, the they were selling shit flavored coffee no, they were selling coffee without a food license, you know. Oh, with yeah. NyQuil in it? No, no. I don't know where you're getting any of this from. It's oh. very, very simple. He, he just did not have the oh, proper permit. Oh, callback party. I, I know, I know. Do, do you, do you really? So, um, it, anyhow, that's, the, that's his approach to comedy is to sort of really uh, push boundaries and buttons uh, in, yeah. in a very deadpan way. And and he's he's a, a really odd guy. Um, so uh, can I just say that I don't want to watch this at all because the like the British office made me so uncomfortable. I'll never watch it again. And and that was fictional. You know that kind of like feeling bad for other people. I just can't take it. But the office had true heart to it, and it had one of the most romantic stories in. Yeah, it was wonderful, but it was painful to watch. Richie, R Ricky Gervais's character kept on doing things that were painfully embarrassing, and he created that situation. He wrote it, and he was he was acting, but I still was like, oh, oh, god. So you know, I now this what about guy Kirby enthusiasm, he, huh? Yeah, I, I I'm not a big fan of Kirby enthusiasm either. All right, so to to give you so the premise behind this show is and and um i'm not going to do huge spoilers but it, it is um it has been on for a while so it, they wrapped up in august um, um but the the premise is that he takes people who have um very big life decisions to make and yeah. then he rehearses these he creates a, a, a simulacrum of of their lives and has actors playing these parts that um, th that the other person wants to interact with and tries to help them through these life decisions uh, so that when they actually get to the point when they want to, you know, for example, come out to their parents as gay, yeah. that they'll have all the, the they'll have covered every base and, and covered uh, and well, feel like they, confident. They will have rehearsed. 
Yes, that we'll have rehearsed. And that's why it's called the rehearsal. So the first one, it's a, a guy who, um, who does pub trivia. And he's told all his, the people he does pub trivia with for the past dozen years that, that he um, has a master's degree, but really he never graduated from college. And he f feels guilty about it. And so he wants to come clean. And so what Nathan Fielder does is he, he builds an entire bar that mimics the bar that they, they normally go to down to like, you know, every piece of art and, and uh, the whole look of it, but it's in a soundstage. Yeah. And then goes through these and hires actors to play people that look like the people that this guy's going to interact with. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it's very crazy and weird and meta and, and uh, complicated and, and funny, but, you know, a little bit sad. And then from, uh, so that's the, the first episode. And then the subsequent episodes get more and more convoluted and he becomes more and more injected into the world. I, I highly recommend it. It, yeah. It's really um, complex and uh, and it gets into I, I don't know what the what I take away with it from it. And I would love to talk about it with people who have seen it. So, um, John, I'm going to actually replace you right now with somebody. Um, but, oh, OK. Yeah. No. Uh, but I am you know, I would love to, to talk about it because it's it's a it's kind of a mind fuck. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, I will try and watch it then. Yeah. I mean, what I what I said before, I just want to clarify when I said, you know, I wouldn't watch the British office again. And I don't not, not a big fan of Curb your enthusiasm. It's not that I don't recognize that they're good. It's sort of similar to why I wouldn't watch a Saw movie because I don't like impalement and I don't like, you know, real deep embarrassment embarrassment makes me very uncomfortable yeah I, but I'll, I'll try and watch i mean i honestly have um i have uh about two hours of free time on tuesday nights and it's taken up with this podcast and i'm just working all the time i'm a working working day and night i know you you work really really hard but the there's um i i think that there's redemption in the office which is why it's worth which oh is, totally it's which wonderful. is which is why it's really satisfying yeah. um i i don't necessarily feel that way about seinfeld and i feel no. that seinfeld makes you feel really uncomfortable and it does not have that um re redemptive quality and it doesn't and it sort of lacks a heart and and you could make that argument i think uh about um the rehearsal but but there are things in it that um yeah no i i'm it's it's pretty it's it's really interesting television and yeah um, i've heard that yeah so um but i i'm i still i'm still di digesting it and i need help so uh if you have so thoughts, you want me to help digest it do you want me to if you want me to communicate with you with butt plugs while you're watching it no i want you to chew it and then feed it into my mouth like i were <laughs> a baby bird in a nest and you were my mama that's how i want to do it that's oh god yeah see, that's disturbing yeah yeah see very I, very good yeah 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 you're welcome so uh, um one thing I, I i i watched recently there were a couple videos one was 
Uh, uh, this is on YouTube because everyone's a critic on YouTube. And wait till you see my uh, my three hour dissection of this episode of you know um, uh, Marty reacts to Marty's podcast. Um, <laughs> so, so I have the half hour preamble, then the two hours watching it. And me going, oh my you god! Think, you think more people would watch that than listen to oh, the yeah, podcast? Oh yeah, and then my half hour, like explaining what was so wrong and terrible about it, and how nobody should yeah. ever listen. Um, but there was one about um, animation and how Pixar, through creating you know, their Pixar engine, um, Render Man, Wonder Man, uh, they have. Uh, sort of photorealistic textures and and lighting um but then they use sort of cartooning cartoonish cartoonish sort of uh drawings and shapes for for their their uh characters mm. so so you get um Andy is like while his room looks photorealistic Andy as a character is is um not realistic uh thankfully because you get that get towards the uncanny valley, but then you still have these moments of really like confusing, like photorealistic clarity. You've got depth of field. You've got um, you know these lighting effects that you can only get through cameras, but they generate like artificially through um, through uh, um, algorithms, and that be became the de facto standard for computer animation. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, you see it in all the Toy Stories, The Incredibles. You see it in all the way up to Soul, um, mm -hmm. and and it's it's a great look, uh, and it's something that we identify with with uh, um, with modern animation. But then, yep. uh, but then, Spider Man into the Spider Verse comes along, yeah. and they do things that are. Completely not realistic. They don't use, and there are other um, uh, there are other examples as well. Not not just um, Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse, um, the Mitchells versus the Monsters. Is that what it's called? Mitchells versus the. I don't know, but I heard that's good. I haven't yeah. seen it. But the you know they don't do. It's not completely photorealistic, and then um, and then. Like uh, into the Spider Verse, they do things like um, they do like half toning for things that are um, out of focus, and, and and so half toning is like when you do the dots of color, um, yeah. Instead of uh, instead of doing gradients, so when you when you publish a comic book, you'll have only limited colors that you can do. They don't mix the colors; they're putting four colors together. Uh, look at look at a, a Roy Lichtenstein um, painting. And the, yeah, those dots. Yeah, and it's dots, and you, you're creating smaller dots to create less intense colors, and then larger dots to create more, and then you overlap a bunch of different colored dots, or the four different colored dots to create um, more complex colors. Yeah, I don't think they have to do that anymore, because I think that the printing, uh, but it's, right. it's, it's a throwback to it's the old It's a throwback comics. to the, exactly. And so they're trying to evoke, in the same way that uh, Pixar tries to evoke um, a cinematic look, uh, the, the creators of into the Spider-Verse, we're trying to evoke a comic book experience the same way. And that, they succeeded. Yes, yes. And they they did crazy things like, and not just the comic book thing, they were trying to create, uh, to like evoke an animation thing. So there there is a one scene, or uh, multiple scenes where you have characters, one character is animated in 12 frames per second, 
which is like the traditional like Saturday morning cartoon animation or, or anime, yeah. uh, Japanese anime, where you're doing um, instead of 24 frames per second, you're because it's such a labor intensive thing, you're only doing um, 12 frames. And so it's a little bit jerkier. And then somebody from a different universe is animated at 24 frames. So they're in the same frame but they're going at different frame rates and it's, it's kind of amazing. Um, but I, I feel like this is like the natural evolution of, of, um, of animation, right? Um, so if you think about painting, so, uh, you, Oh yeah. So you get the, these painters, the, the old classical French masters, they were doing these photorealistic paintings of, angels and cherubs and you know biblical scenes that like had like very realistic lighting and then you yeah. get the uh the impressionists who are like you know what photography can do that so why don't right. we do something a little bit more interesting things that photography can't do you know yeah. um and which is kind of like you can tell an algorithm like make it look like real life and they for Into the Spider-Verse, they created a bunch of algorithms that were specifically to do something else, you know, which yeah. is pretty amazing and awesome. Uh, so that that's kind of, I, I like that there's uh, there's a movement to challenge. And, and of course, um, I, I, like Disney and, and Pixar, they're adopting these, these techniques as well to make their stuff a little more interesting as well. Um, so that is one thing that's, that I, I thought... Um, was I, I just loved that it was distilled very simply. You know, I, I made it more complicated than it needed to be. I took ten minutes to explain a three-minute video. Um, but do, what do you? How what do you feel about that? Oh well, I, I you know there's a couple other uh, examples. I mean, at, at South Park, um, oh, yeah. they originally yeah. made their original Jesus versus Santa Claus with actual you know construction paper cutouts that they animated. And then they continue to use that that flat looking like construction paper style, um, even as the uh, they just use computers to animate with, it. With modern tools, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, for, and uh, for everybody. Uh, who... I mean, there's an awful lot of, of great, um, like Archer is uh, another example that looks like it, it purposely looks like, a, you know, Johnny Quest from like yeah, the yeah. late 60s. Um, um, just uh, very quickly, the originally South Park was created or was distributed around the um, Hollywood as um, uh, there was a, an executive at Fox who basically contracted Matt Stone and Trey Parker to <clears throat> to do Jesus versus Santa Claus as a like a three minute video. Yeah, and so this this VHS he sent it out as a a, a Christmas card. And yeah. like 93 or something like that. And uh, and then that videotape got copied and copied and copied and just circulated like that was like truly went viral in in the most old school uh, um, real life way IRL. Um, but it was it became a huge thing. And, and it yeah, stuff like that doesn't I guess it still happens but it happens on a much quicker basis and and it, there was something very organic and amazing about that the the propagation yeah. of that anyhow and then and then it turns out that they they're you know fucking geniuses oh yeah yeah and uh you know they did all kinds of 
really great things and also some really terrible things. Um, but uh, yeah, and they just kept on making stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think that, um, you know, once you get computers getting to the point where they can make, I mean, you know, we've got, uh, uh, you know, you look at what they did with the Irishman, if you, you know, have an extra three and a half hours that nope. you want to just throw away. Um, or, or, you know, what, there's all kinds of now, um, they can make, take it anybody now. Um, and pretty soon they'll be able to, you know, deep fakes actually not pretty soon. They already completely exist. You know, you can make a person that looks just like a person in there. And do vocal uh, deep fakes as well. Yeah. And you can change their, so you can, you could make a movie without, without any people. I mean, it's totally possible, but it's much more creative to do something like Into the Spider-Verse, I think. Um, not, yeah. And I, I think Pixar is, is, is wicked creative, uh, but now it's mostly in the, the, the realm of the story. Once they, I mean, once they, you know, they, they figured out water, they figured out fur, they figured out cloth, which took a lot of effort, and then they figured out skin, which is very, very difficult because... Um, and the reason that you have the Uncanny Valley with animated, uh, uh, computer animated characters is because skin is slightly, very slightly white people's skin is slightly no, translucent. Every, everybody's skin. Well, no, actually, uh, like, no, uh, African, not necessarily African Americans, but black people from Africa have, uh, don't, it's, they don't it's look le- as weird. It's in the, you know, less so. Yeah. It's called subsurface scattering. It, right. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Fancy pants. Why are you making me explain everything when you know everything? What? No, I'm I'm adding to your. What oh, you're adding. Bringing. Oh, yeah. Yes, and I'm sorry. I got. I felt attacked. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it it it's important, and and also things like the other thing is like pores stretch. You know, so if you like look at somebody's the skin pores, like when like John made that ugly face at me, like I saw his pores stretching and oh. that's something that you have to 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 do uh and if you if you have your Navi, you need to have some work well if you have your your um all all your uh your peter cushing in in rogue one like and his yeah. and his pores aren't stretching you're like oh that looks kind of weird and and there's something a little bit waxy about his skin because it's not reflecting basically like if you hold up a flashlight in your hand, you see like some light come through the flesh of your hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and what, but now they've, they've gotten sophisticated enough to basically master that. Right. So everything that they create can look as, as realistic as they want, but at the same time, it can look any way they want. Right, right. So, so why not make it interesting and fun? Uh, yeah. So the, the other thing that, that uh, video I saw was like, well, given all those tools, why did... Why does Black Widow? Why does um, She Hulk? Why does uh, the the last Doctor Strange movie? Why does Thor? Um, uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder look like shit. Uh, because, um, well, I would say uh, um, I would imagine that it's a matter of, of schedules. So, um, and also, um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, when, when did Thor: Love and Thunder look like shit? Uh, well, there, there's a uh, one shot where, like, like um, it's uh, Taika Waititi uh, is looking. I think it's a Vanity Fair video, and um, 
he's watching, looking at a, a scene with Tessa Thompson, and he's like, does that look real looking at Korg? And she's like, no, not right there. And then he just looks so embarrassed. Like, he's like, you know, I had $200 million, and, you know, and it, she's saying it looks like shit, you know. Uh, I mean, they were joking, but still, it was a little embarrassing because it did look like shit, you know. Uh, and some of the goat stuff didn't look, you know, all that great. I, I, I watched it again. It's it's now on Disney Plus and it's, it did not hold up. I did not, like, hold my attention. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't care for it. Oh. I like the goats, the, the noise that the goats make, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, it's also design. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's designing something, and then they have to they have to they have to shoot it and figure out the way things move, and it's right. a, it's a real collaboration between a whole bunch of artists and technicians. Right, right. When you look at the and, end credits and you see a thousand names, you're like, yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, it's just an algorithm. No, it's an algorithm and a thousand people like tweaking it. You know. Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's just a thousand. An it's a thousand algorithms and a thousand people like tweaking it. Uh, yeah, and the, the I mean, and she, you know, she Hulk looks uh, um, is kind of problematic, and I'm not exactly sure. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's you know, it's not easy to make a movie. You know, it's not easy to make something that necessarily uh, looks good. Sometimes she Hulk looks good. I'm really enjoying the show. I, I am enjoying it too. Yeah, but uh, she doesn't look real. No, no. Um, but then if you think about it, like. Neither does she isn't. Well, yes, but neither does Hulk. You know, and and like even yeah. and because they put all that musculature and wrinkles and stuff like that, they can put that on Hulk, and uh, they don't put that on her because they're trying to make her look. Like, yeah, she is a smooth. Know. She is. You think that if she had a sort of a if she was moving faster all the time. And she wasn't acting as much that she would uh, look more. It'd be easier to sort of accept her. I mean, you know, Hulk is mostly in the movies anyway. He doesn't. I mean, when he hung out with her in She-Hulk at the bar, uh, he didn't look all that real. Um, In 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 a real sort of context, it becomes kind of not as good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, anyhow. It's a it's a really tough thing, and I don't. Um, I, I will say that like, She Hulk does not have as much money as uh, as um, the the Thor movies does do uh, or did, but um, but that does do did does do did. But they that's not necessarily an excuse, and I think that um, one thing is like that we talk about a lot is how restrictions end up becoming assets as a creator and i think that's certainly what yeah that's certainly what the what matt stone and trey parker did you know they were like yeah. okay well we've got construction paper and then oh we can still use these modern things but rather than make them these guys photorealistic we'll make their the construction paper photorealistic and then just animate shit like so you know. would you uh would you uh you know she helped would you uh you know would you uh so do her shut up I told so you, you that. I told you that. In, you? I told you that in secret. Would you? I told you that in would confidence. I? No. Forget about would would, I, would would be. Forget about would be. Would you do She-Hulk? I, I confided. Would you do would be? I confided in you in a moment of weakness, and now I regret it. Um, yeah. Yeah. What did you confide in? 
Do you have the hawks with She-Hulk? Shut up. You, you no, I don't at all. She's Marty, ugly. You know, honesty is the best policy. JP says, um, I've always really enjoyed the work of animator Don Hertzfeld uh, after a couple of decades of punishingly drawing every frame by hand. He found a way to incorporate modern tech w uh, without sacrificing the handmade feel. Um, that's, that's great. I'm going to look him up later. Um, there's an animator who did uh, Warhammer 40,000, 40K. 40,000, yeah. Yeah. Um, in New Zealand, and he animated all these things uh, himself. I'm sure he had some outside help because it's amazing. But um, you you can just look at look at look up at Astarta. Uh, but um, yeah, so he ended up getting hired uh, to do that and turn turn that into something bigger. And and he hasn't he's been offline for a while. But Astarta, I think that's what it's called. I gotta look it up. Um, but it's just so cool that somebody that the tools are um uh that are are so sophisticated that one person can make a starte um uh, a s t a r t e um uh, th that one person who has way too much time on their hands can make something that's awesome yeah um yeah and these are free things you can get unreal engine for free as long as you don't make money, you can get uh, Blender for free. Like these are tools that are free, and there's a huge community of people who share shit. So yeah, there's a, a lot of my a lot of my students have made uh, from my class a lot. You know, like ten or fifteen or twenty every semester. Um, when I ask if they've made any movies or they they always there's a few that have always done uh, stop action animation with uh, Legos. And things oh like yeah, that. yeah really cool and, and then can be really creative oh completely um there's black magic um da vinci black magic is um a professional level uh um, editing suite that you can get for mm -hmm. free um it doesn't have the full functionality but i use it all the time to i mean i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i i use it all the time for auditions and yeah you made like, that fanfic with you and shield that you showed me. shut up i told you not to oh i'm sorry uh anyhow it's really hot i mean i think you should release it on pornhub i think you'd get a lot of money well half of it would get views um but uh yeah, the green part oh yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know marty you're kind of hairless you know a lot of people are into that that was all post that's the one thing i've mastered in post is how to get rid of body hair Oh, I thought you just, I just called you fuzzball and you said you were hairless and I thought it was all natural. And here I find out it's all digital. Look at you. you we're, we're speaking to each other digitally right now. I'm not who you think I am. Oh, shit, man. Are you, are you actually look like the Grand Moff Tarkin in real life? I'm rather his suit, not her suit. Ah, uh, uh, nice. Uh, so... Anyhow, I don't want to shit on Marvel and Disney because they do. I do love their stuff, and and like it, it is part of my, uh, you know, cultural makeup. Um, m probably less so than a lot of people. Um, oh, there you go. Um, it's uh, I just showed Marty the cartoon from Billy's from Balloon by Don Hertzfeld. Don Hertzfeld. Yeah. Um, 
But it looks like crap. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. There are three episodes of Andor drop from Tony. Uh, really? Yeah. God, I hope. Oh my God! If that sucks, I'm gonna be. So, I'm gonna be devastated. Okay, so what, I don't care if most wait, things suck. But yeah. Man, if that sucks, I'm looking forward. I, I don't think it's gonna suck. But so what do you know, I, you know about? Uh, wait, can you just talk about what Gilmore is? Or I mean, not Gilmore. What it, uh, what Andor is? Andor is the prequel series to Rogue One, which is probably number one or number two in the best Star Wars thing ever made. It's, I would say it's number two because A New Hope is the first thing, and it's pretty darn great. I guess Empire Strikes Back is pretty good, but, but uh, there's uh, Rogue One is pretty much flawless. Um, Except for uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah. um, Peter, and uh, which we've discussed yes, at yes, nauseum. Yes. But um, yeah, and it looks it looks interesting, and it, it tells part of the the Star Wars story that uh, that's really involving. Like it's people rebelling against the Empire, and it, there's a lot of great actors in it. It's focuses it's just, on Diego Luna. Um, yeah, he plays Andor. He's the he's the sort of the smuggler slash rebel who Diego Diego team, yeah. Who teamed up with um, uh, whoever it was that died? Yeah, I'm they, sorry. They all Oops, died. Felicity alert. Jones, right? Huh? Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. Yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's that great. movie was so much fun. Just yeah. watched again. But um, yeah, it looks good. It looks good in a way that uh, a lot of other things that have you know come out. I was like, meh. And meh. I think the showrunner is Tony Gilmore. Is that right? Does that sound right? Um, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Shoot, I'll say whatever. No, come on. I thought you like you were a super fan. I was trying. I was relying, looking to you. For I'm not a super fan. I would more of a um, what's below super um, medium fan. I'm a venti fan. <laughs> You're sub super. Um, I'm sub super. I'm a sub fan. Um, I'm a subterranean fan. All right. Supra. Supra. Penta. A peta fan. Pedophile, pedophile, pet, millifile. I'm a I'm a fan. Anyhow, it it looks really good. Millifan. Um, because uh, let's see. I'm sorry, Tony Gilmore. Um, or it might be his brother. Um, um, shit. Sorry. Uh, keep keep talking. Keep yeah, talking. Yeah. I'll just keep talking. So this is the part of the podcast. Where I vamp. Yeah, Tony da, Gilroy. Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm done. So Tony Gilroy, um, he was he wrote Michael Clayton. He wrote Rogue One, Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah, that he was a producer on House of Cards. He's done some great stuff. Uh, he he directed The Bourne Legacy, which is a movie that I he did. Yeah, I loved that movie. Like yeah. Uh, I don't remember which one that was. Uh, it's the one with the uh, with Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner. People hate that movie, but I find oh it, the one that didn't have uh, uh, Matt Damon. Um, uh, Matt Damon. Uh, what is it? Matt Damon. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Matt Damon. So, yeah, it it's um it's really I really love that movie, and I I, I think you might be the only one who saw it. I'm the only one who likes it. Like people, like I read things online. Uh, how many people hate how it? How does that make you feel? Uh, I don't give a shit. I like. I've watched it so many times. Um, all right. So, anyhow, David Gilmore. 
Yeah, he's he's related to David Gilmore. Yeah. Tony Gilroy is related to da- to um yes. I uh, thought so. Yeah. They look alike. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um no, his um brother is Dan Gilroy. Wait, who's that? Oh, but what about his other brother Aaron Gil- Gilroy? Um he works at the 7-Eleven down the street. His brother wrote and his sister Felicity Gilroy. His brother wrote Free Jack. Steph- Four kids. His brother wrote Free Jack. Oh my God! Don't that's not something anybody should say yeah. anything about. That should yeah. that should be erased from IMDb. I saw that movie. That sucked. I never saw it. Um, oh, it's terrible. Oh come on, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger is awesome. I went and saw it because of Mick Jagger. Emilio Estevez. It's terrible, terrible, terrible movie. God, ugh, awful. Everything about it's terrible. Um. So I want my money back right now for that movie. Hey, but, you know, speaking of money back, I just, I saw see how they run. Um, the the one with Queen Latifah, no, no, what is the one with Queen Latifah? No, this is with Rush Ronan and um. Oh, and, Sam uh, Rockwell. Uh, what? Sam Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Did he? And Sam Rockwell is, you know, he had that song. I, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Um, deep cut. Thank you very much. Sorry. Oh, oh, I made Marty feel bad. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, then you need to take Jericho. So um, here's the thing is it's a throwback, just like what I just said, to when they made movies. They used to make movies that were okay. That's the, the I, I went and saw it. I love that. Like, okay. Music, I like movies that are okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Like, would you, do you like it? Yeah, it was all right. Everybody was good. I was sorry. I'll bet you laughed a lot. Yeah, I did. I laughed a lot, but not a lot, lot. Just a, a little. Yeah. I laughed a little. Yeah, but it made me think of um, noises off. It? No, no, no. Like the 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 way it looked and was staged made me think of noises off. The the yeah. the movie adaptation with John Ritter in it. Oh, I didn't see that. Was that good? I, it, it, I thought it was really good. I thought, I mean, it was, it's good, you know, but. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. But it's there okay. were parts in, of it that but this made wasn't, me uh, laugh. This was the funniest part of, I'm sorry, but the funniest part of See How They Run was in the trailer. Oh, all right. I mean, I mean uh, it's, Sam Rockwell is so funny. I, I think he's just, he's, yeah, he's a treasure. He's a great actor, but he's not like a super duper star. Like you can watch him. And the thing in this, he plays this guy who's, Kind of a schlubby drunk. Yeah. And Trish Sharonin is really great. She plays, you know, great characters. Well, you know, and this it's stuff. A, it's and a murder mystery, it's, right? You know, it's, is it, huh? it's a murder mystery? Yeah, it's it's yeah. sort of it's the, sort of a mur- it's sort of a, a semi parody of the, an Agatha Christie but even, story. Even a, even a a parody has to have a like a a clever story. It doesn't have to be a good story, but it has to be clever and interesting. Yeah. So like, and you can't just adopt it and just like, Oh, we'll just do, I mean, I'm, I'm don't know what the, the story is, so it might be really good. But, um, for example, like I think that Ryan Johnson did a great job with, with, uh, knives out. Uh, it's not the perfect mm-hmm. mystery, but it was in, an engaging mystery that really like captured me. And I understood the motivations of all the people in, involved. Yeah. In, you know, so I would say this is not as good as Knives Out. All right, all right, but it's not bad. Like I, I, 
it's fun. I but love I, a we good went to we went to uh, Cinemark and we went to and we sat in one of those loungy chairs. And that was great. That can be good and bad, you know. Well, we didn't fall asleep. That was it was very close. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. All right. Good. All right. Well, here we go. We're gonna here we go for what? Oh. Mail sack, mail sack, I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. All right, Ryan Tate. I was I was really thrown off by the fact you didn't play that right in the middle of a sentence about something like traditionally. What do you? What do you, I? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, like for instance, usually, like I'm in the middle of talking about something like. Uh, We're gonna the the mail What's that? Yeah, exactly. Did you play two things at once? Two things at once? Two things at once. Two things at once. So Ryan writes in and says, "Hey there, Marty and John. What? Oh, uh, thank God, Ryan. How are you?" It was a nice surprise to hear you guys read my message on the podcast. Would have responded sooner, but the episode didn't show up for me until last week and this is from two weeks ago and he ryan is talking about a show from two weeks before that and yes i guess i was referring to the wrong bear but oh well uh there was a we were talking about the bear the tv show and yeah yeah and i um just finished the bear and speaking of hard show to watch the penultimate episode was one of the most tense things I've ever seen. It, it made me so uncomfortable. Um, great show, though. Really, really mm-hmm. good show. Mm-hmm. Um, did you finish yeah. the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember. I watched it, you know, all against it when it came out. So I don't remember. Uh, well, the penultimate, uh, the last episode is like 48 minutes. The one right before it is like 22 minutes or 20 minutes, if that, 18 minutes. And it, just everything that can go wrong goes wrong and yeah and it is really really uncomfortable watching um so anyway ryan goes on and says marty your your assumption about me is correct i'm a guy and have been listening to nooner for a while uh back when dan actively derailed conversations oh well now we have john uh not to mention we are speaking of derailing conversations there's something oh no oh my god Not to mention that we are very, very tangentially connected through Kevin Smith as I was on one of the episodes of Comic Book Men. I never was. They never asked me. No. Mm -mm. Nope. Um, Are you bitter? No. no. Why would I be bitter? Marty. Uh, Oh, no. I'm I'm living my life. I'm living a great life. Marty. Release that that She-Hulk video. I'll tell you what. People are going to notice you. Living a great life. You're going to be on that Comic Book Men porn uh, version like that um anyway just wanted to reply back before i go since john mentioned liking wizard of oz random fact have you noticed the scene where the scarecrow is wielding a handgun yeah i i watched it like I, I watched it like nine times with my students before i was like wait a minute he's got a gun explain the context well they're in the uh, enchanted forest and uh, they are, uh, it's the scene where, I, I do believe in spooks, I do believe in spooks, I do, I do, I do, I do believe in spooks. And uh, there's all these sort of funny things. And, and, and Scarecrow has this little, like, toy-looking pistol. And um, the, uh, 
uh, Tim Woodman has his, his uh, axe out, and I think there's, there's some other other weaponry that's uh, and yeah, it's very very funny. It's funny. weird. Yeah, that is weird. It's like, where do you get a gun in Oz? Um, from the Tin Man. Very good. It's a tin gun. Doesn't seem like a good idea. I didn't say it was a good gun. Uh, and do you know, you know why the Tin Man is a Tin Man in the books? Because that's the only metal that existed back then. Besides, no, he was used to be a regular man, and he was a very bad woodman. And he kept on cutting off his limbs, and they were replaced by the the the, uh, the tinsmith. Frank Baum was a weird guy. Yeah, he sure was. Um, okay, so Ryan goes on and says, while we're at it, since you mentioned King Kong, speaking of animation, uh, did you know that they reused footage from King Kong in Citizen Kane? No. I did not know that. Uh, wouldn't have been much of an issue except for the face, um, the uh, pterodactyls that show up in a random scene of Citizen Kane. No. No. Uh, no. We're going to have to... No. Go I, do, do a web search right now. Do a web search uh, right now. Okay. Uh, and and this, is, this is how much Ryan has faith in us. I'm sure you guys knew at least one of those. But hey, who doesn't like random trivia? That's great trivia. I love trivia like that. Like, you know, my trivia is like, oh, well, they used um, stock footage from The Shining in, uh, um, in um, Blade Runner. Like, because... Um, that they had to, uh, Ridley Scott had to change the ending, you know, and instead of whatever, like, uh, sad, dreary ending he originally concocted, they were like, oh, let's have him go off into the, into Colorado and they get killed by Jack Torrance. Right? Um, I'm sorry, I, I'm looking this up. So, no, no, th there's no, a no, okay. scene and uh, animated. Pterodactyls, um, widespread online, but so right. is the story of King Kong Spider Bits. Right, here's it. Then let's just throw the challenge out to, to listeners. If you want to um, to find that uh, still and send it to us, please do email it to us at noonerpodcast at gmail .com, as well as your other questions and comments and stories. As long as they, you keep them short, uh, they're always going to get read, uh, or for the most part. Sometimes I forget. I'm not very good at this job, if you haven't heard. Uh, so, Peter, <laughs> Peter W. Uh, G. writes Hello. in. Hello! From Connecticut and says, Smevening, Merps, and listeners. Uh, we love Peter, by the way. Peter, come back. Come back to us. I am, I am pretty certain I just bombed my two person team improv audition for becoming a house team at my local theater. Oh, uh, we're going to need a follow up on that. Um, yeah. And so I'm sure you, you got it. You got it, man. You got it, man. Well, uh, according to Peter, he said, I just kept saying no, but like you all do. Oh, wow. No, wow. No, but wow. No, but no, but no, it's not. No, it's more well, Marty who I, says no, but no. Yes. No, but yes. But, no, but I yes. try to keep things going. Yes. And it's you. No. Yes. And no. Yes. All right. And play back the tape. Play back the tape. No. No. <laughs> and but, no. But, and. Okay. But I love that Peter like used this opportunity of his failure to like shit on us. Um, well, the, the secret is when you say no, but you got to make sure that there's something vibrating up your 
No okay. Okay. It's not a callback if nobody responds to the first seven callbacks. If you don't respond, who else is going to respond? There it is. There it is. And that's all you need to do is press the button. You got to support the, the the other person in the conversation I know, slash I know. whatever you do. And doing. I, I I kind of did it the first three times, but then you're if you keep going back to the well and the well is dry the first like the fourth, fifth, and sixth time, it's not going to have stuff in it. Oh, you time. don't understand. If there's a rule of threes, and then there's a rule of twelves, and then there's the rule of John doesn't understand the rules. Um, yeah. So anyhow. He Peter says I just kept saying no but like you all do and I think it's nasty nasty, nasty nasty I know is that's, that tone actually in the email you oh, yeah. is it easy right you right all. The you, you. The kind of oh, oh what you, do you all, all do oh who's you all oh oh he means us. he's he's uh he's uh what eyes would be's uh, brother would be in you all would I <laughs> would be in you I go um, they're, they're brothers that they don't talk about in the Joe Anyhow, as I was saying, I just kept saying no, but like you all, you all do, and <laughs> I think it backfired. So, what's your worst audition story? Oh my god! Uh, let's Basically, see. I, I have so many. I have so many. I'm, I'm a terrible auditioner. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember the, the and still John cast me in things. That's crazy. Particulars of I auditioned for Dracula, the musical that we did at Sacred Fools, and I it was a terrible audition, and I was very embarrassed. I don't remember why I was terrible, but I just did a terrible job. Like I read it wrong, I, I misinterpreted the character, and uh, it was just terrible. Uh, I uh, great story, John. Yeah. It yeah, went, uh, the, yeah. I think that's the thing is like I part of being an actor is is like shoving these traumatic stories like down and down and down. And then when you have a success, then you can be like or, or you, you stop giving a shit. Then you can be like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's I once had an audition for a show that was called News Weasels that was going to be like make fun of the news feed. You know, it was right after George W. Bush's. Um, news, like not supposed to go to air. Newsfeed came out. And he was sitting there, like you know, poking himself, and, and people realized that there was these all this newsfeed stuff that was. And so my friend Peter was going to create this thing called News Weasels, and he got me in for an audition. Um, and uh, all I did was giggle at the other person. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, I I auditioned several times for UCB teams, and they mix you randomly with people and it's just like first time you're like, Oh, well, I was got stuck with that guy. Uh, mm -hmm. and then the second time, Oh, well, I was stuck. and then at a certain point you're like, Oh wait, the common factor in this failure is me. Wait, what? No, but I was prepared. No, but, no, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's tough. And that that's the thing is like when you listen to uh, these standups and and uh, improv people and and like and to be I, like I'm don't have a problem with those things because I was doing improv a lot back then. And so it wasn't like a huge deal and it wasn't I didn't bomb them terribly. But like these are people who are doing it 
five times a week, you know, or they're uh, like the standups will go up three times a night. You know, they'll go from different clubs to different clubs. And so that repetition just uh, a it makes you in your numb to rejection and then B, mm-hmm. it helps you just like just plow through shit and you get out of your own head. Yeah. Um, I, but the first audition I did have was I had was at a theater where they're like, bring in a funny musical audition. And I was like, oh, here's what I'll do. I'll just like literally my first audition ever. I'll just bring in um, sheet music from um, from America in uh, West Side Story and I'll do both parts. Didn't rehearse it. Cause I, I'm like, I know it, you know, and, <laughs> and like gave it to the pianist and uh, the accompanist and just bombed and just like so much flop sweat coming out at once that I didn't know existed in my body yeah. and just was the worst. And they were like, what, what are you doing? That, I mean, that's literally what the director was like. What are you trying uh, to do? Was that, was that supposed to be bad? Yeah. So- it's like, uh, okay, you, well, uh, yeah, you, hand, you handed the, the sheet music to the pianist and realized that you don't know the words. Oh, yeah, there was that too, yeah. And I was like, uh, where? wait, I don't know that the, the, the start. I just know from the record drop, you know, where I'm singing along with, with Rita Moreno, you know. Um, I don't know. It sounded great. It sounded great when I listened to her sing it, but then when I didn't actually know when I'm supposed to come in, like, uh, that was, I'm, I'm sweating now just thinking about it. Um, uh, it sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I'd been there. Oh, I, I can, you know, I should just bring up a, a bad audition every week, and we'll be, we'll go for another twelve years. Jesus, excellent. That'll be a new feature. Yes, uh, and then uh, Peter closes with, uh, and why can't you get John Piracello, but Fascination Street can? We had John Piracello for many, many uh, weeks, uh, months on on this podcast and also um steve uh what's his name fascination speed i completely forget steve owens forgotten everybody's name what steve owens steve owens he he uh he offers people money oh no no not just that he didn't he didn't i didn't i didn't get money sex no i got blackmailed he's like i will tell them about your she uh, Hulk thing your audition to for that thing where you were doing west side story um yeah, he offers sexual favors and money. That's how he gets people. And blackmail. It's all true. And blackmail. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then said. when you go on a show, he, this is just a warning. There's a, there's a forty five percent chance he'll, he'll kill and eat you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, the other thing is, uh, Fascination Street is a much more successful podcast than us. And then John, I think, has probably left us by the wayside. John, by the way, we do love me, John Piricello. Oh, listen oh, oh. to the email. I, I thought, I thought the, the decline in this podcast was because of me. Yes. Oh, okay. I was. I, I'm sorry. That's what I was. I'm sorry. No, but kinda. Oh. No, but kinda. No, but kinda. Yeah. Yes, and no, no, but kinda. But, kinda. Yeah. but uh, no, John um, is great. He's such a, a talented actor. Um, yeah, it, well, like he left saying that he had uh, he, his life was busy, and um, I just uh, have not reached out to him since then because he said he was busy. So um, uh, we loved having him on. Well, we're going to have special guests. We're going to get some special guests. Well, we were going to have Will Wilkins tonight, and we're gonna we're gonna have him very soon. 
Um, and then I don't have any other friends except for, well, I mean, John, are you my friend? Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. And no, no, you should. No, no but, but no, but I'm here. Yeah, no, but yes, no, maybe. No, but the mic is on. So no, but I felt you, obliged to talk. You, hold on, let me check. Yeah, uh, Kruger says yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, uh, so, John, what's going on with your world? Um, I'm, I'm trying to wrap things up here. We're a little, little, few minutes early. Uh, well, I went to Maine, uh, came back, uh, working on um, uh, all kinds of stuff uh, for work. Uh, in other work, I have, I have three part-time jobs, and I finally realized that the three part-time jobs end up adding up to 60 or 70 hours a week. And I was like, oh, that's why I feel so busy all the time. And then I take your two free hours and I just deny them, deny them, deny them. No, you don't. Yes, but. Yes, but. Um, uh, do you need to take that, John? No, no. Okay, well. Uh, I do, but uh, I, I, uh, I th- I'm really in favor of uh, wrapping up early. I think I mentioned earlier that I thought I was going to have to go to the bathroom, and that's why I was excited that Will was going to be here and. Oh, and, I thought, uh, that time has come because I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age. I thought you were joking, John. I'm sorry. Um, I thought that was just a, a, a joke for. No, I, well, I was joking okay. at the time, but there was the possibility that uh, it was going to creep up on me. And uh, and loyal listeners to the show know that sometimes it just you know it can get uh, dangerous. And and, uh, and okay. I've actually pooped my pants actually on the show. All right. Well. So the homework for next week is to watch Andor and uh, the first three episodes of Andor, mm-hmm. um, and then to watch the rehearsal. And then hey, have you been have you been watching that uh, that uh, uh, dragon thing? No, I didn't okay. watch the first it's one. Not, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Rings of Power? No, I've only been reading bad things about it. Is it not? Is it good? Oh no, it's good. Okay, all right, I'll watch it, but. Um, but but the, I, I'm, the, the dragon thing is terrible. And, and or I'm excited about it. I'm genuinely excited about it. I think Diego Luna is great. Is that tomorrow, really? Did you say tomorrow? Yeah, the 21st. My oh, I'm going to start rubbing myself right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say it all out loud? You say a lot of things out loud that I think you know are inappropriate, but you <coughs> say them anyhow. Like things like, I have to go take a dump. Um, the rehearsal is really good. And. If you have questions that you want to pose to us, please send them to us. If, if it's about animation, movies, any anything, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, if, questions, we, if we don't know the answer, thoughts, we'll make something. Up. Uh, that's that's how we work. If butt plugs, uh, there's nothing off the table. Nooner podcast. I already knows a lot about butt plugs. I told you that. Jennifer Walters, please put that giant green dildo up my <coughs> ass. Oh wait, did I press play? All right. Um, Noonerpodcast at gmail.com and we will oh, the bloopers on that video are fantastic. We will see you next Tuesday. If that box 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 if that box
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>